Hello, and welcome back to the Imperfect Balance Podcast with Cass and Dan. Hey, Dan, how are you doing? Good, Cass. How are you? I'm good, thank you. That's good. What's been going on? It's been a busy couple of weeks, hey? <sighs> it has definitely been a busy couple of weeks, uh, obviously with school back, sporting activities starting, husband back at work. Um, and I'll throw in the newborn in there as well. Is, is, is 14 weeks still newborn? I don't know. Yeah, I reckon. Until, until they're feeding themselves. <laughs> That's very true. Um, so it has been, yeah, it's been really busy. I mean, you'd be the same, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think they're saying it's week five or six, right? I have lost count. Same. <laughs> Look, we're one. back in the thick of it. But yeah, I think actually, to be fair, yes, it's busy. Life is busy again. Um, post the, the Christmas and festive fun and festivities. Crazy. I think I'm still drinking the same amount as I was over Christmas though. Whoops. There um, goes the New Year's resolution. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but we found, we're finding our rhythm, you know, Chet's gone into year two and loving it. Um, not in Ava's class for the first time in the last couple of years. Boo. Um, and Jasper started preschool, as has Noah, your middle child. And that has been probably the biggest transition for our family, really. You know, from Mm. that daycare where, sure, he's in the bigger boy or girl room now, but. You know, now he feels like a real big boy because he's going to a preschool attached to his big brother's school and he's so excited and he gets his lunch mm. packed and made by me like his older brother does. And, and that's really sweet. You, it is so sweet. And ha- is he giving you challenges now when he goes to daycare sometimes? Yes. Like it's baby school now? Yes. Yeah, no one's doing the same. So this is his first year, um, which he's very blessed and so am I, doing five days of care. Mm. And I guess he's a January baby. So for me, it's a really good year to use as a... I guess an experiment, if you will, lack of a better word, um, to see if he's ready for school next year because he's mm. right on that cusp mm. um, and he's exhausted. Oh, my God, he's exhausted. So the front end of the week he does daycare, uh, preschool and the back yeah. end of the week he does daycare. And by the time Friday comes, yeah. even Thursday, if I'm honest, mm. he's he's knackered. Mm. Look, I, I take my hat off to you. I think the five-day-a-week is actually a great idea. My, my Noah's only doing three at the moment and he's stuffed from those three days, Yeah, let alone five. So... Yeah, it has been a... Well, I had my mother-in-law one day, but Mm. that just, you know, she needs to put her health first Mm. um, and she's now joined Provis and, you know, I just realised that it just wasn't working, I guess. Mm. Um, And then the Friday he was at home with me and in the end he just needed too much for me. Mm. It just wasn't working. I mean, all that flexible, amazing hats off um, to the way the... Some parents are able to do that. Yeah, but also just the working relationship with your employer has changed to allow for that to be a possibility. But Mm. at four years old, he just needed too much. Mm. And I felt guilty. He's much better off going off and playing with his buddies. Yeah, absolutely. You know, learning, playing. There's a chef at daycare, for God's sakes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, to go back. Um, Yeah, look, one milestone, I think, the biggest for myself the last couple of weeks is actually stopping breastfeeding. Oh, no way. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, so I mean, you've been talking about it. Mm. Talk me through it. How how was it different from your older two? So different. Yeah. Because Why? feeding this time, third time round, feeding with Indy has been so easy. Yeah. Okay. And I think that's been the hardest part is letting go of it because mm. it has been easy in the sense that she latches on really well. It's not painful. So um, is what you're saying with that easiness has also been more enjoyable for you, I guess, is what I'm hearing. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely more than the other the first two kids. That was very painful with them. It was like a knife every time I oh, breastfed. It was horrible. Uh, but it's interesting. Like I never thought it'd be different with the third. Like every child seems to be obviously different. I didn't mm. know that. And it's been really cruisy in terms of like easy. But I'm very tired. She's mm. not getting enough. Um, you know, mm. when I expressed one day, there just wasn't much there. You know, I just thought to myself, I'm not going to have to cut ties. And I know I was saying it for several weeks and I was like, I said to my husband one morning, this is the last breastfeed and I just burst into tears. <laughs> oh. And he's like taking photos. <laughs> my kids are getting What, your last feed? Yeah. Oh. My other kids are getting involved, taking photos. Oh, I'm like, oh my that God, makes if someone's watching us right now, they'd be laughing at us. So it became quite <laughs> ceremonial. Yeah, it was. It was last baby, last feed. Yeah, last baby, last feed. And it was obviously, I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of other people out there that relates to this, but I, I, I was really... Really sad, mm. but also felt like a sense of freedom as well. It's and weird. relief because you made the decision and, yeah, had pulled the plug. Yeah, but it's also like I can wear what I want now. I can go exercise. Yeah. I can do – like I don't have to be at home when they want to like, – it sounds silly, but those little things for my own mental health and sanity, you know, made a big difference. So, you know, she's now being fed way better <laughs> um, yeah. in terms of she's happier. She's, so she's obviously taken to the bottle really well then. Yeah. I, look, I always start the bottle really early. So when they're like two weeks old, I always express a little bit, give them a little bit to start mm. with so they get onto the bottle straight away. Because I've had friends where they have never taken the bottle because they started too late. Yeah. So I Different always feeling in the mouth. Yeah, so I always try to start a bit earlier. Mm. Uh, but anyway, that that's probably the biggest milestone for me over the last couple of weeks is, you know, my little angel is growing fast. You know, I feel like the yeah. last the first three months of her life have just flown and yeah. I have enjoyed it so much this time compared to my first couple where I found that to be much more of a blur. Mm. Whereas Indy I don't know what it was. Maybe because she's a lot easier than the other two. Yeah. Um, you know what? She's also at this time of year where you have more social engagements. Mm. You know, Brad's got more time off. Mm. It's summer, so you're out and about more. Mm. So maybe that's got to play, like, playing into it as well. I don't know. And not being so worried yeah. about can we take her out or should we let her sleep or should we do this or right. control crying or should we not control crying or should we sleep them in our bed? Should we not sleep them in our bed? Like, all that so stuff much more that relaxed. Like, I'm just going with what she wants. Mm. And she sort of put herself in her own routine, which I'm very grateful for. Um, we obviously have our witch- witching hours and all of that, which, yeah. you know, nothing's perfect. But, um, you know, I'm happy to take that considering the rest of the day. She's, she's a good part. Oh, she's, I'm, I'm, I'm just so in love with her, honestly. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is what the episode's about. We are talking about the mummy train, or what we are referring to as the mummy train. Mm. But I'm sure all you mummers out there can relate to what we mean by that. Which is never ending to do lists. It is feeling like you're on a freight train that never stops. Yeah. And if we think about our lives, whether you work or don't work, you know, all mums out there have a different way to, you know, look at this, but we've all got our own trains that we're stuck on. Yeah. And it's like, when is that next stop? Yeah. How do I get to that next stop sometimes? And I know myself in times of, you know, being a mum, it is that how do I get to that next stop? Yeah, I guess by stop we're defining it as in like a period for yourself. Yeah, a break. Yeah, a break. A break or a moment of, what's the word? Not relaxation. I don't think you ever really feeling, I don't don't feel relaxed. It takes me a lot. But um, it's that moment of being able to take a deep breath even. Mm, That exhale. Yeah, yeah. And... 
the mummy train, as I said before, is different for everybody, but let's start with the never-ending to-do list. Yeah. Oh, God. I mean, I said the other day, adulting is fucking boring, <laughs> isn't it? It is. And adulting with children is chaotic boringness. I mean, beautiful. I love my kids, don't get me wrong. But what mm. I mean by that is like the extra life admin that comes with that. Mm-hmm. Um which is a part of the to-do list where you have no choice. Mm. I guess uh, a really interesting tension point for this topic is, and hand up, guilty, the parts of the to-do list I add and I'm responsible and I'm guilty for contributing to Mm. where it may not be necessary. Mm -hmm. But for my own sanity, peace of mind, I've made up in my own head That I have to finish that load of washing before I can go out, or, or maybe the kitchen's got to be podcast. Cl- <laughs> <laughs> Let's add that to the list. <laughs> or the kitchen's got to be clean before I can sit down and relax in the mm. evening. Mm. Um, so, how much of that to do list is necessary, and how much of that to do list is bought uh, on by ourselves? What? Mm-hmm. What do you think? Oh, look, as you said, there's necessary things. I mean, there's things like, um, you know, obviously school comms, which is out of control. I don't know how you keep up with the school communications and stuff. I certainly don't. I'm very grateful for the mums around who keep me across everything um, because I'm terrible at that stuff. And Um, we've only got one kid in school at the moment. Preschool's added though, right? Yeah. (laughs) Comms and then daycare. I don't even even look at those ones. Neither. Oh, my gosh. Anyway. Terrible. Um, so there's things that like that that you have to be across. Then there's mm-hmm. like uh, extracurricular activities, although I must say I do question how many. Yeah, you are oversubscribed <laughs> for the record. Oversubscribed <laughs> for the record, everyone. <laughs> Please tell everyone how much you've allowed your kids to commit to. Look. This is the Williams household. There's Okay, so my eldest <laughs> child clearly wants to try a little bit of everything. And look, I'm happy to do it for her to try it now. So then hopefully in the year's time she We just go. want facts, then. <laughs> what sports <laughs> and extra activities are you doing every day? Okay, including so the weekend that you... Tennis, swimming, dancing times two, basketball, which will then replace by soccer three times a week. Yes, because Ava tried out for representative soccer and made it the little superstar. But with that oh, comes yes. an extra two training. Yeah, I can't say I was a huge, huge fan of that. <laughs> so I'll leave that to the husband. Um, it's, that was his decision or hers and his, I guess. Um, but yeah, that's just going to add a whole lot of extra activities to my list. Um, but anyway, these are the things that we choose to do, mm, I guess. Yes. Um, and, you know, where in that list do we find time for ourselves? <laughs> like mm. it's like school communications, uh, sporting activities, um, trying to catch up with family and friends. Yep, household uh, work. Household work. Paid um, work if you're out doing paid work with employment. Correct. Yes. Yep. Um, Maintaining your friendships. That is because we know as you know when you're on the journey of motherhood, that's mm. definitely a driver of keeping yourself sane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Doing homework. Homework. Oh, my God. Yeah, let's not get started on that. I had to I'm not looking Google. forward to them being in year four or five when I actually don't know what the homework means. Well, I'm glad you don't know in year four and five. I'm seeing some stuff now and I'm like, what is an adjective again? Uh, I have to Google it. What's a pronoun, um, Mum? Uh, I'm not quite sure. Let me just quickly Google and pretend I know because I can't be upset for you not remembering. Anyway. I'm sure we're not the only parents out there that are, yeah. you know, find their children's year two homework. <laughs> oh, my God. 
Um, but, you know, cooking, you know, what are we going to cook for dinner? Um, yes. I mean, that is definitely part of the mental load, right? Can we just stop mm, there in mm. itself? So, like Brad, I'm very lucky to have a hands-on active father. But fuck. And he cooks. So, shout out to Jeff. He cooks every night. But I still do the shopping and think about every meal every night. Mm-hmm. That, like, oh, my gosh, that takes up so much space in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And I know. Shout out to the people out there listening who are like, you guys really need to nail this. It's quite easy. You just plan it. And, or you or do HelloFresh. Hello yeah. <laughs> um, but it's it's the same thing. And, you know, I've taken your salmon pasta that you made, spoke to me about, the really simple one. Oh, how I, good is it? Every week I'm like, yep, smoked salmon, <laughs> fettuccine, bit of cream, done. Um, oh, but, you've kind of changed your recipe, by the way. I? Yeah. Oh, is that why I simplified it? <laughs> have I made it lazy? No, I didn't put cream in it. You've made oh. it a little bit. How do you, would, I swear, what do you put in it then? No, it's just um, one onion browned. Oh, I don't even put onion. Smoked salmon, <laughs> just caramelise a little bit. <laughs> uh, capers. Yeah. You can put cherry tomatoes and mushrooms if your kids will eat that. Know, they eat and then the just above. toss the fettuccine in that with some good olive oil, salt, pepper, and some fresh. Well, I've gone with chili for you and your salmon. Hubby. <laughs> yeah, smoked salmon. I said that. Yeah, garlic. Okay. Oh, I forgot garlic. Yeah, of course, garlic. Anywho. Well, that sounds pretty good. <laughs> Simple. Parmesan cheese, done. It's done yeah. in five minutes. Um, but, yeah, that that uh, that in itself. And, and it's, it's also the guilt of I've given my kids pasta three times this week. <laughs> I need to give them some vegetables. How am I going to do it? Sometimes it's hiding those vegetables and lasagnas and the like so they actually eat it. But, yeah, that is absolutely a job in itself. Yeah. Um, and if anyone out there has nailed that, please reach out because I'd love some. Love some uh Maybe there's a cookbook coming there. up, 15-minute recipes. Although I feel like everyone says 15-minute recipes and reality takes longer. I bought Jamie Oliver's ones. Yeah. What are they, 30-minute meals or 15-minute yeah. meals or something? Honestly, by the time you buy the ingredients, you may as well have gone out, out and eaten. It's cheap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you need all, yeah, all those herbs and spices that you just don't have in the back of the cupboard. Totes. That's right. Um, so then there's so never-ending mummy train, but then it's also around what's that village you have around you to help you. Now, mm. some are lucky and they've got mothers, in-laws, parents, whatever they like, uh, friends that can help. But then there's the other side where, you know, I might be a single parent and don't have that support. How do we? How do you make that work? Yeah, they live in a different city. Decided to move interstate internationally. Massive. Yeah, you really need to build as much as you can with within your comfort and capacity. Mm. Your own little village, don't you? Because mm. it does take a village. Whoever came up with that, I wonder where that say, saying um, originates from. But it's true. You, you know, well. We're very lucky. Well, I count myself very lucky to live in the community we do because God forbid if ever I was running late for school pickup or um, there was a crossover in Jeff's diary requirements of mine and I couldn't pick up the kids or be there for 20 minutes, half an hour. I know I could call on a handful of people in the community to help me out. Mm. And and that is just our local community, not talking about the family that I can call on. So mm. I, I definitely speak from a place of privilege and and. F- fortunate that I live in the city in which most of my family resides. Mm. But, yeah, it'd be bloody difficult, wouldn't it? Mm. Because you'd be running on empty for the most part. (laughs) That's right. I mean, in terms of um, getting that support, I guess it's trying to find out other ways or reaching out to other people that 
you don't feel comfortable doing. But I tell you what, I have always been so uncomfortable at asking people for help. Have you? Always. And I'm obviously I'm not a single mum at the moment. At the moment, I should say. <laughs> Brad. I should say at the moment. But <laughs> don't listen to this episode. <laughs> um, but not a single mum. Uh, but I still, when Brad's works a lot of night times and he can't pick up the kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. So to ask for help, I feel guilty all the time. And I'm thinking other people out there who don't even have extra support, what I can say to you, which I've learned over the last couple of years, is not to feel guilty. Yeah, just ask. Asking. There are so many beautiful people like yourself, like other mums out there at the school mm-hmm. who I've had to call upon to support our little family to pick up or to drop off or yeah. whatever it might be. And honestly, like my saviours, but – a couple of years ago, I would never have asked for that help. I would have felt so And why guilty. do you think that is? Did your mum ever ask for help? Because I know she was a single mum. No. No. So you think it's... Well, I never... It's a good question because I never... By example, you know, that yeah. you don't because your mum never, so you just... We had family that helped, but I never remember her calling upon other mums to help. Yeah, I guess what's the, what you're saying is what's the worst someone can say? No, I can't. I'm sorry. Hmm. I haven't got that car seat or we've got soccer training this afternoon so I can't like all you can do yeah you mm. ask yeah and and people out there who don't feel comfortable asking do it like, or just try it try it yeah obviously someone you trust and you, you know yes you know, for sure it's taken me a lot to trust certain people to be able to do it like I don't just trust randoms um but it made a big difference and it, it's always been I'm happy to do everything and give everything to the world to give the world to other people yeah then I feel I had I feel bad asking. But you know what? The last couple of years, I'm so grateful that I have taken that punt and asked it, mm. you know, for some support where I have here and there. I'm running late or got work meetings or whatever. Yeah. With the mummy train, the, the never-ending to-do list, the one that we create, the ones that we don't create, um, the village that we may or may not have. Well, what even if them? we create them, they're still real though, right? Absolutely, they're real. Let's not dismiss. Mm. I don't know why. I wish I could shake it, but I genuinely prefer – or am most comfortable relaxing when I don't have anything on my to-do list in my head. <sighs> Sorry to interrupt you, but no, you know what I'm I mean? Just like, when I just feel like that list never ends. I don't feel like there's ever nothing on there. Yeah. How do you get to that point? <laughs> <laughs> Loaded question. <laughs> Sorry, I interrupted your train of thought. I think you know what? I don't think it's a matter of getting rid of that list. I think it's a matter of how do we deal. With that list, and we think about that in our next episode, we're going to really delve deeper into the mental load. And I feel that with the mummy train, that never ending, mm. you know, uh, the freight train where it's heavy, it's slow, you're getting dragged by this never ending to do list stuff you got to do for your family, yourself. Then, how does that impact the mental health and the mental load of mums out there? Yeah, and I know for sure that, um, you know. I certainly have had to find ways to manage that well. Yeah. When I say well. As best you can. As best I can. There's definitely not. Remember, we're not seeking perfection. Correct. We're just seeking a balance that. Is imperfect. Is imperfect. But it means happy kids, happy Mm. husband, happy you, happy family. And you're thriving within the environment that you, you can mm, yeah, absolutely and so i think in our next episode what that will do is be able to give some tools and yes. ways in which you can 
manage this list without feeling overwhelmed, pressured, like that slow freight train where you just feel like you're just never stopping and that's exhausting in itself. So um, we've got someone in our next episode who's going to talk through ways to manage this well. Um, There's some tools there that I use myself personally Mm -hmm. who suffered with a lot of anxiety in the past. And we're going to unpack that a little bit, right? Hear a little bit from you about your own mental health journey and, you know, you mm. are very self-aware. I think I said mm. this in, in episode one mm. and empowered to um, acknowledge and go forth with a plan mm. and speak to people. Mm. And hence our next guest. So, uh, you know, think about that mummy train that you're on today. Think about that to-do list, you know, the stuff that we're just never ending, you know, never ending for all of us. Yeah. Um, and then in our next episode, we'll be able to unpack more around um, ways to be able to manage that well uh, or better than we are today because we can certainly all utilise some support, that's for sure. I'm excited about this one and I'll let mm. you introduce her because you have been working with her yourself one-on-one. Yes. So we thought it was timely given that we have many mums out there who are on this mummy train that never stops that we would invite someone to talk to us about the mental load. Our mum herself, Melissa Rochelle, she is a coach for women, does a lot of one-on-one sessions to be able to help with the mindset balance and meditation, um, helping through your day-to-day life. And you know what I really liked when I checked out on Instagram mm. was she talks about something that really feeds my mental health and makes me feel better, the environment you create. Yes, yes. Absolutely. So I'm not going to go into too much detail, but I'd love her to introduce herself better than I'm sure I can. But really looking forward to, to having Mel on the next episode. Yes, I have seen her a couple of times, actually several times now. And it's just every now and again for that one-on-one session with someone who is a mum, who gets what it's like, who's experienced their own experiences, very similar to what I've experienced in terms of times of hardship or feeling overwhelmed or yeah. a bit of anxiety, whatever it might be, you know, depending on who you are. Mel's going to share with us some tools that I've learned through her, but also stuff she's taught with her, a lot of her other clients to be able to manage ourselves so we don't get to that point of burnout. Or if we have already got there and it's too late, what are some things to bring us back to that you know midpoint where we're feeling ourselves again? Yeah. And once again, that's different for everybody. Everyone's at different stages. Um, so a proactive approach so mm. we don't reach burnout, but also she's worked with people that have reached burnout mm. and got them out of. Yeah. And I mean, people like myself, I didn't even realize I was at that point. Yeah. Until I'd spoken to her, she's like, you're actually exhausted. I'm like, really? I don't feel like I'm exhausted. But she brought it to light. I'm like, actually, you know what? I I do need to do more to bring myself to center myself. fascinating. Yeah, she's amazing. That's fascinating. I'm really excited for that one. Yeah. So mummies who are on that mummy train, uh, join us for our next episode with Mel, who will be taking us through how to help us in our day-to-day to be able to manage this the best that we possibly can. And until then, don't forget to check out our socials. We are the Imperfect Balance Podcast with Cass and Dan on Instagram. And don't forget also to be kind to yourself. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Join us and together let's find our way through the Imperfect Balance. Head to the Imperfect Balance podcast on Instagram. If you've enjoyed today's conversation, let us know by leaving a review and subscribe.